This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Best Practice in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Brought to you by Dext. This is the Best Practice in Accounting show on behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network. We have a show coming out every single day. Monday is Success in Accounting. Tuesdays is Insights in Accounting, commenting on the news. Wednesday is our interview day with Influencers in Accounting. Today is Thursday. This is Best Practice in Accounting where Martin Bissett, myself, Rob Brown, look at what really works for accounting practitioners, bookkeepers, finance leaders, people in this space to help do a better job, deliver a better service, and change the world for good. Martin, you have lots of stories from the trenches. You know what works. You hear lots of great stories about what works. What have you got for us today? We're a little twist for you today, Rob. What happens when best practice isn't followed through? Ooh. Okay, yeah, a little bit of a twist. We usually tell you about things that have worked. Um, here's something where things was were working and stopped. So this concerns a practice in England um, who were on the face of it, if you went to look at them from the front of their premises or from their website, very much another accounting firm. Uh, nothing that was obvious that stood out, in no messaging of any kind. It was just very much another accounting firm. And they recognized that. And they recognized a desire to do something different, but also do something that they were happier with, so better in their words. And they took their name of the practice, which was Surname, Surname and Co, as you would expect, and formed a brand new company to take on just advisory work and nothing else. And a young professional within the firm was given the job of of spearheading this. And they came up with an entire uh, treatment and project and an entire brand was born. Now, that's right. I'm saying to you guys that an accounting, a small accounting firm, created an entire brand identity. You don't get those words together very often. And there was a mascot or figure or ensign or avatar. They had that. They had a storyline and narrative for this character. They had a video telling the origin story of the character, all to bring it to the point of where you could inquire about them to learn more. Now, unfortunately, it was so out there for an accounting firm to do that there was embarrassment within the firm. They knew it was right, they knew they believed in it, but they felt silly going out to market. Was it too radical there? Not radical, but perhaps too vulnerable. And accountants are not known for being out there and pioneering in that way and blazing a trail. They're known for being safe, managing risk, uh, strong, safe pair of hands, aren't they? So pushing themselves out there, I guess, may have felt uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. But what happened was Accounting Web did an entire article because they were so impressed with the branding. The, um, I was going to say managing partner, the sole practitioner, the owner of the firm, did an interview um, on um, Accounting Web TV to promote it. And they got an extremely favorable review. And I guess they were applauded for their courage, weren't they, in booking the trend? Applauded for their courage. They, it was called Maverick Marketing was the title of the actual article. Okay. Um, and it talked about the, the genesis of how it, how it came about, how the idea came about. They talked about the, you know, the firm embracing digital marketing, 
and understanding how there needs to be a narrative and a storyline to, exp- to explain value propositions. Um, they were using branding to attract niche. They had giveaways worked out. It was a very well thought through situation. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what happened was, is that when they pushed the button and it went out there, they had missed one critical piece of the puzzle, audience. The audience that they targeted it at were not the audience receptive to such innovative ideas. And so despite having put all of that hard work in, despite their heart being in it, despite it being a message certainly I was aware of during the time, and I thought it was fantastic. So I was a fan of it as well. So they had external validation. Accounting web loved it, so on. Nevertheless, when it came to the audience, the audience went, hey, what? What's this rubbish? I want my accounting done. And the audience wasn't ready. And this caused the firm, I hope they won't mind me saying, I'm in trouble if they do, to lose their nerve. And the whole brand, idea, plan, website, character, narrative, value proposition was bin. That's such a shame. All of it. And it went back to being Surname, Surname and Co, offering general accountancy services for a price. And so what happened there, Martin, in the planning of this? Did they just get the avatar wrong or fail to take some things into the account? No, it was just the audience. It was the audience. that they, they had provision for everything except a receptive audience. Unfortunately, that's where it fell down. Everything else was right. But once there wasn't immediate reinforcement from the audience to say, this is genius, you know, what happened was they got they got... Not even criticism, but but bewilderment. Going, well, what on earth are you doing? This is not who you are. This is not what you do. And it was just simply too much too soon for the audience. And and I would have loved to have seen them go, okay, we learned from this, but we're on the right track. So let's pair it back and let's just do this first thing and just put this first message out to the audience and slowly turn them around to our way of thinking. What happened instead was, <gasps> we're going to lose all our clients overnight. And they, they can the idea. Unfortunately, the idea is no more. Um, so I'm deliberately, guys, to saying, not telling you what the title was. You could very easily find it online if I did. I might have given you enough to find it already. But the point is, is that we spend all this time on this podcast and in conferences trying to get the profession to embrace proactivity, to try and get into a behavioral state of mind where you want to take a chance. And and then in this case, this is a firm that was prepared to do that and lost their nerve. And it's such a shame because I think given time, it would have worked. So best practice here is, is to stick with what you believe in. So if you are looking to stand out from the crowd, if you are looking to rise your head above the trenches, okay, when you start receiving some fire on that, even if it's friendly fire, keep your nerve, keep going. Because the audience takes a while to warm to something that it's not used to getting from you, not used to seeing from you, not used to hearing from you. And they're not automatically going to fall at your feet and say, you are geniuses, we're, we're impressed. It takes a while. So the best practice, guys, for this one is to keep well, I said, I said, keep the consistency of your initiatives. So easily a pipeline meeting stops happening because a client called. So easily a marketing initiative stops happening because the response wasn't great in the first week's emails. So easily your new way of working internally or your new cultural identity stops because the people who've been there for years don't like the change. And so it all gets canned. Get past this, fight past this, just like a stitch when you're running run through it and get to the other side because the best practice of firms who do stand out from the crowd are the ones who didn't give up, give up in the face of criticism or pushback. Yeah, that's really good advice, Martin. I'm thinking of an old speaking mentor of mine. You and I have graced a lot of stages, been privileged to open and close a lot of conferences. And he said, 
if your message is bland enough that you're not alienating 5% of your audience, you're not being true to yourself enough, you're not being authentic enough, you're not being brave and courageous enough. Because when we get those evaluations and testimonials and reviews in of our talk, we want everything to be great, but truly you and I know we look at two things. We look at the very specific feedback saying, this was great, I enjoyed it, and here's why, or the very bad ones that say that was lousy, that didn't work for me and why, but we ignore all the bland and this was great, I enjoyed it, blah, 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 Martin was excellent, in the middle. So we talk about being better and different, being radical takes a little bit of courage. Pioneering takes a little bit of bravery, doesn't it? And you're saying, let's try and do that, not be too radical, but go for it. As Gabrielle Fontaine says, love me or hate me, there's no money in the middle. The idea is, is that there's more to accounting, there's more to your firm, more to your career, more to what you can do for your clients than simply recording history and simply looking like every other website does, every boilerplate. That There is something more to it than that. And as Rob says there, you know, if you ever happen to present as an accountant, you know, you're of a mindset that you'll get 100 feedback sheets um, returned to you where 99 loved you, one hated you, and you will obsess on that one. You will ignore the 99 that said you were fantastic and you'll obsess on the one that hates you because the mind is that is that way inclined. And that's what has to be slowly worked on. The practice has got to say, look, we know full well that price rises, branding changes, website updates, technological uh, changes in our firm have not been the great death knell for our client base. They haven't all left and gone somewhere else. They haven't all screamed and said, we'll never work with you again because you put our prices up. They stayed. So if you're going to try something brave, that's great. Guess what? Your client's going to stay through that as well. They may not get it. They may not understand it, but they will stay. Yeah, and if your relationships are strong enough, if you were brave in your branding or a new positioning or new service lines and 5% of your client base didn't like it and left, what would that give you in terms of extra capacity and freedom to work with the rest of them? I bet they could make up that 5% in revenues quickly or even bring in some new people that were really attracted by that new direction they were going in. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking now, particularly guys, of the firm in the UK, for our UK listeners that everyone will know, called Assets, who previously were called Baldwins. Now, Baldwins is a very typical accounting name. If, if, if I told you there's this firm called Baldwins, and by the way, they're accountants, you wouldn't be surprised by that. But Assets, which is a, word, a play on assets, spelt with a Z, very trendy sort of way of putting things as it's, you know, would you, if, if somebody said that to your firm, if somebody came into your firm and said, we should rebrand as assets, would you have accepted that? Would you have said that's a great idea? Or would you have sort of gone, oh, I'm not sure that's us really, oh, I don't think that's, well, that's a bit too. But here's a firm that did do it. Here's a firm that had the guts to see it through. Here's a firm that had a nationally recognized brand. As a result, everyone remembers assets. And what I know about innovative firms, Martin, are the ones that don't radicalize too much. For instance, burgers. Everyone knows burgers and everyone knows McDonald's, but there were burgers around before McDonald's. What Ray Kroc did was discover some burger joints and, and take the idea and make it 10% different in systemizing that. Uh, Ray Kroc and that whole story there, it's all documented. But if you're more than 10% different, you're probably rejected by the marketplace because they're not ready for that. But if you can innovate just enough that's a tweak that's discernibly different, sure, it's a little bit courageous, but that's hopefully to, to, to keep modernizing yourself, just like Madonna keeps inventing herself, keeps reinventing that fan base. And that's how you endure a legacy and a firm, surely. We could, we could perhaps call this show what accounts could learn from Madonna and McDonald's. <laughs> um, there is a lesson to be learned and a step too far in the, in the McDonald's story, for example. So McDonald's quickly worked out that they were in the real estate business, not in the food business. 
uh, and, that, and they own all the intersections, all the important intersections on US <laughs> roads these days. So that we don't learn much from that one as accountants. But here's what we do learn from. All they did is they took the diner idea, the, the American diner, which was around long before uh, McDonald's was, and worked out, as Rob says, systems and processes that utilize the space of a diner faster. How can we get more people sat down? How can we get them sat down for a shorter period of time, empty it out, bring the next lot in and have food ready? How can we make that food profitable? How can we make people come back over and over and over and over and over again when they've got food at home? Now, that we can learn from, because as an accounting firm, we're always looking at increased efficiencies. We're always looking at capacity utilization. We're always looking at things like that. Uh, but the overall lesson here is to not lose your nerve when you set out to be different. That's fantastic, Martin. That is best practice in accounting. Thank you for tuning in today. Lots of great wisdom there for you to apply to your situation. We're encouraging you to be a little bit brave, a little bit courageous, a little bit out there. Let's shake things up just enough to let people notice it's a fight for war and attention and noise out there and you can make it thank you for tuning in accounting influencers broadcast network presents best practice in accounting with rob brown and martin Bissett, leading the discussion on firms that are standing out winning work and becoming the top performers in the accounting and fintech world brought to you by dext